You're listening to Hamilton, Shot by Shot. I'm your host, Brian. I'm your co-host, Rose. And today we're reviewing the song, The Skyler Sisters. Well, welcome back, Rose. Welcome back to you, too. Well, thank you. Welcome. We're each welcoming each other to our own show. Yeah. Today we are talking about The Skyler Sisters. Mm-hmm. As yeah. you just said. Yep. And uh, do you have any thoughts on The Skyler Sisters? I like it. It is one of my favorites. It's a fun one, isn't it? Do you have any thoughts on the movie part of it itself, uh, besides the song or anything? Anything that stands out to you? Nope. Do you? Well, I mean, we'll we'll probably talk about yeah. it as we go. Um, it's kind of a fun song, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. And it starts off with, with Burr. He mm-hmm. kind of comes out on stage. You know, he says, there's nothing that rich folk love more than going downtown and slumming with the poor. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's, you know, basically they come down to the colleges and gawk at at people, you know, college students thinking and and doing what they do down there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they call out Philip Schuyler. And, uh, you know, he's a very loaded man, as uh, (laughs) as Burr calls him, right? Yeah. And uh, they introduce his three daughters, Peggy, Angelica, and Eliza. And they... She says they come down to, you know, check out the college guys. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like, like, this is like 200 years ago or more. Obviously, my math is wrong. Yeah. It's more than 200. more than 200 years ago. Exactly. It's a while ago. But it sounds like uh, kids, you know, because these are, these, you know, relatively young people still. Mm-hmm. Uh, just they do the same stuff today as they do back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, they just go, they want to go check out what's what's going on in in the colleges and and um even it says well daddy says we got to be home by dawn she said well you can go Nobody back home cares. yeah yeah they don't they're like well daddy's not here <laughs> <laughs> all i know as a father you better listen to what your father says if he says be back by a certain time you get back right or there's gonna be one hour trouble. later <laughs> nice try yeah so they they are they go down to um i guess into the city mm-hmm. right do you know anything about the, the Schuyler sisters themselves? Well, I have a fact about, well, the song at the end, of course. Okay. Um, not really. Okay. I mean... Just... Yeah, I mean, not so much myself either. Um, there was more than three of them. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, it, um, I think... And later, I think they say that uh, Angelica has no uh, brothers, but I think she did. That is correct. You're right. They, they they specifically call out that um, she didn't, but at one point they had 15 children, uh, uh, not the Philip Schuyler and his wife. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't well, know they had that many. Yeah, I mean, there's a caveat there. They had 15 children were given birth to, but eight of them did not survive into adulthood. Wow. Yeah, so there was five girls and three boys. So yeah, the, as you stated, that's not exactly true. But we've no, we've noted that there's some inconsistencies with real history. Yeah, they change it a little, which is fine. It, it, it's I mean, this is a, it's a story. It's a movie. It's dramatic. You know, it's dra- uh, dramatic license is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but yeah, so that's interesting. They had a lot of kids, but we only focus on the, the three. three sisters. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we on actually, kind of only. A focus on Eliza and Angelica, not really Peggy. She's not a huge part of this. That's correct. She. This is really one of Peggy's only songs. Yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of like they. They treat her as the annoying kid sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, daddy says we don't, we don't like, well, daddy doesn't need to know, right? Mm-hmm. We just said that, right? Yeah. She's the, Peggy's the one that's saying, well, you know, she's like almost like the goody two shoes of the bunch, mm-hmm. right? But they, if you notice, she, um, the actress who plays her, which is um, Jasmine Sifa Jones, I hope I said that her middle name right, but which is Jasmine Jones, she plays her very innocent. Did you know, like, do you notice, like, her voice is almost, like, childlike? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. later we see her as a different character, and it's not childlike, right? Mm-hmm. So do you, did you, did you pick up on that at all? Yeah, a little. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that um, myself, that she's very, you know, she kind of, that you know, like, kind of does that, almost, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, but she doesn't do that later, more she's more, she's got this, like, sultry voice, or, or like, a, I don't know, even know how to put it, like a... Much more adult voice, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she does good. Um, I like her as Peggy because it's almost done for comedic purposes, you know? Mm -hmm. So she's she's quite good. Um, You know, so we, in fact, I saw something that because Peggy gets the short short straw in this, that people are like, hey, we need to have justice for Peggy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Apparently, she was like a really smart, well-liked woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something about um, she had a wicked wit. What? Well, if somebody's witty, uh, like probably like like they're smart, quick with a like with a usually wit usually tends to be humor. Yeah. You know she's she was quick. Uh, you know, quick on her feet. Good, good, good. Probably good with her. Um, uh, you know, speaking as I'm not as I'm clearly stumbling over words as I'm mm-hmm. trying to talk about Me somebody too. much wittier. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, and and I think you know we'll learn. I think we'll talk about this more later, but she. She did not live to be an older woman. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. So, uh, but she had, you know, she had a couple uh, children of her own and she did get married. I guess she was uh, married and is ranked as one of the richest Americans ever, you know, because of like, because some of the land that was owned up in. uh, Wow. Yeah. Don't have really a lot to say about Peggy because obviously (laughs) the show doesn't have a lot to say about her. Yeah. But I I think, I think, um, I think it's good that. You know, uh, Jasmine Jones had an opportunity to come back in the second act as somebody else since Peggy really didn't factor much into it. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's uh, let's review some of the song a little bit more. So I, I do like this whole little dance number. And um, there, there's, there's some funny stuff that like when you're watching the show that Angelica does, I, I think it's quite funny. And, and, you know, Angelica is played by uh, Renee Goldsberry and she's uh, she's excellent. Mm-hmm. You think she's a good singer? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think she's very good in this. She she has some really crazy like speed of her lyrics that she does later. A little bit in this one, but really like mm-hmm. you you see you can see yeah. how talented like I like so talented like as far as how quick <laughs> she can get those lyrics out and 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 still sound so good. But I I I I find it funny because she does pretty good acting too. I think so. There's a whole point where, where, you know, where they're like, well, what, you know, you, you guys are here for, for me, you know, like, like all the guys are like, hey, you're here for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she, the look she gives some of them, like, who are you? Like, back off, son, you know, like that, that type of thing. Did you catch that? Yeah. They, they do this cool thing on the stage where it circles so they can simulate, uh, uh, simulate walking. Mm-hmm. And so like when all the men are kind of surrounding her, she's like, whoa, mm-hmm. back off, chief. And she's she walking. 
I'm sorry, say it again. She's not interested. No, not at all. <laughs> in fact, um, she's more interested in some pamphlet that she's reading for a while there. But it's pretty cool because she's walking out. Now we're watching it right now. That when when who who is she clearly not interested in? Who comes up to her? Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, the look she gives him is priceless. Like, it's just like, huh? Mm-hmm. I do like the fact that he's when he's hitting on her, he's he's using the fact that he came from money. Yeah. He's like, I'm a trust fund baby. No, what do you say? How does he yeah, say it? You, you got it right. Yeah, I'm a trust fund uh, baby, you can trust me. baby, you can trust me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because, he, I, you know, he, if, you, if you think about it, somebody... Philip Schuyler was a very rich man. Yes, mm-hmm. he uh, he had a huge uh, acre, um, or you know, a huge huge mansion and acres up in mm-hmm. Albany. Yeah. So, what is some poor college kid going to want to do? They're going to want to marry a Schuyler sister, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they know like it too. Hamilton. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it. I mean, it, it's instant status. Even if you aren't necessarily going to inherit all the money <laughs> you know it's definitely good to get in with somebody like that so they know that so but so burr is using the fact that well he comes from money mm-hmm. as as a way to be like well i'm not like these guys mm-hmm. you know you could trust me <laughs> but she's she sees right through him right yeah yeah he's an opportunist so that, that's pretty funny now what what is it she's reading common sense by thomas Paine. yes it is I, I, are you familiar at all with common sense no i know what i don't know the pamphlet but i know what common sense is <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes uh people are lacking common sense yeah sometimes myself yeah <laughs> all right yeah she says i've been reading common sense by thomas Paine. some men say that i'm intense or i'm insane you want a revolution i want a revelation so listen to my declaration mm-hmm. now i think that's funny that because she's saying Kind of, I think she's saying because she's a really intense, smart woman mm-hmm. that some people, especially back then, maybe would have been like, well, she's nuts <laughs> mm-hmm. or she's too intense for me, you know? Yeah. But uh, um, Common Sense was a pamphlet written by Thomas Paine um, back in 17- 1776. Ah, very good. You already had that on the go. He published it. Oh, I just have January. I didn't look up what day. It didn't. Google didn't tell me. No, that's 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 really good. So it was. I didn't know this at first. Originally, it was an, an uh, it was published anonymously. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, and and we will learn later that um, there was some other pamphlets pan, uh, printed under pseudonyms, mm-hmm. with fake names. Mm-hmm. Hamilton was one who wrote several of those right oh. what, what was the what were those letters called or those pamphlets called do you remember don't the federalist papers that's oh, right yeah. yeah i was thinking about that but i didn't know if that was right i was blanking for a minute so um yeah this is uh like a precursor to the the idea behind the federalist paper so in where that was in the defense of the new constitution that they were the you know the second continental congress i believe it was was mm-hmm. was um was it the second kind of whatever, <laughs> whatever the you know the Congress was working on at the time, or the Constitutional Congress or whatever at the Constitutional Convention? Let's just put it like that. Let's yeah. just, <laughs> I don't want him to misspeak. Um, that was in defense of the Constitution. This was actually more or less laying out the argument for revolution mm-hmm. and independence. You know, and it's funny because you know back back then, uh, little pamphlets are not as common now. 
Yeah. But it's kind of like the Twitter of its time. Oh. Well, because, you know, people could just tweet out a little something like, here, here's a quick news article the whole world could see. Well, here was, you know, that was like, here's a quick little piece of paper. I can mass produce them as much as I can. I can get them in as many people's hands as possible. And it's just like a little leaflet. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. In fact, uh, through, through the years and wars and stuff, a lot of times armies would drop leaflets down onto the people to say, hey, we're going to bomb you, so get out. Or, hey, overthrow the people who are treating you terribly. We'll help you. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So pamphlets have always kind of been a part of history. And he he basically was just saying that, um, I guess before this was written, most Americans, or, you know, soon-to-be Americans, Mm -hmm. considered themselves just angry Britons. And and he made the argument of, like, well, no, you know, we're actually more— uh, America's more of like from Europe because everybody's come from all over, mm-hmm. not just England. Yeah. And and everybody's looking here for freedom and independence and basically <laughs> let's just be independent. You know, mm-hmm. England's not our parent company. Europe as a whole kind of is our parent com- uh, company. <laughs> I'm saying company. I meant to say country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean they came from all over and and then it kind of re- uh, united uh, common folk, rich folk, uh, kind of behind one common idea of independence. So I, I find that's interesting. So she references that, hey, I've been reading this, you know. Yeah. But she gets right into a declaration. So she says, um, well, what does she say about the declaration? You go ahead and say what she says about uh, the declaration. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And when I meet Thomas Jefferson, I'm uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to compel him to include women in the sequel. Work. <laughs> it's funny. They use work as almost like word, you know, like people would use nowadays. Word. I, Maybe people don't use that anymore. Mm, word to your mother. I don't. No? All right. No. Maybe that was my time more. Uh, yeah. So do you know what? Okay. So uh, as far as that's considering, what what do you think she's referring to there? What do you think she's referring to? <laughs> I asked the question. <laughs> yeah, but then I asked it to you. <laughs> what do you think she's talking about? A declaration in Thomas Jefferson? What did Thomas Jefferson write? Well, the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration of Independence. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, we never have to steal the Declaration of Independence because there's a treasure map on the back of it. There is. That's a story for another time. Yeah. That's from a movie. <laughs> They had to save the, They had to steal the Declaration of Independence in order to save the Declaration of Independence oh. in, in a movie called National Treasure. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that was. Um, so that's. I mean, she's literally quoting a line. So there's the preamble, uh, you know, the, the the opening lines. But then she says, "We hold." She, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, writes, "We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal." Hey, that sounds familiar. Yeah. I <laughs> And then he doesn't say anything about a sequel, though. He said he said they are that they are endowed by their creator with all certain unalienable un and oh my god, I cannot speak. And I'm even looking right at it, unalienable rights. Mm-hmm. And among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Have you heard of that? Mm-hmm. Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Yes. 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 I mean that is government's primary responsibility to make sure that we have life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness and everything else get out of the way <laughs> um and if you interfere with that is what he's saying then you need to go and become a government that actually can do that so now what she's getting into is the fact that 
you notice that they said all men are created equal, leaving women off, right? Yeah. That's the implication. And no, that's more that's more of a modern interpretation mm-hmm. because a lot of times when they say men, it's men and women, you know. Yeah. So it me or you know, hue man, you know, like so it's like yeah. it mean it means it's it, it's even though it says men, it's everybody. Yeah. Uh but I, I that gets a good laugh in the audience when they say that, like mm-hmm. You know, because it's a funny line. Like, it's like, hey, more or less she's acknowledging that what you're saying is right and is good, but you kind of left some people out of it. Maybe we should make sure that we explicitly include this next time. Yeah. Because unfortunately, as you you know, through the years, women actually had some rights that then went away for a while and then they had to get them back, (laughs) like voting. You know, women did not vote for a while. Yeah. For a long time. (laughs) Yeah. But they do now, you know, and yes. but I, that's that is, so that is a funny line, though, you know, to say next time, let's have them include women, please. Yeah. <laughs> and it gets a laugh. I and, agree uh, with that. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. But they do a lot of, oh, well, we didn't cover this. They, when I said work, though, they say a lot of work, work. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, uh, they, that's, you know, said often. I, I do like that they kind of call out the fact that history is happening right now in in. in that- Manhattan. Yeah, and they're like saying how New York is the greatest city in the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's just a lot of, you know, basically it just ends with them continuing on with work, work, greatest city in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it comes to a head, but it's pretty good. Um, so one thing I noted, uh, I, I was not aware of this, but Angelica, you know, Renee Goldsberry, uh, she plays, <laughs> I'm not even sure what this is from, but she's in the Fast and the Furious Spy Racers. I assume it's a cartoon show. Oh. Yeah. I just thought this funny because I've been recently listening to the cast in the Furious, which is a Fast and the Furious podcast. Mm-hmm. And she was, uh, she's Miss Nowhere. Uh, so it says voice, so I assume it's a cartoon, you know, yeah. that type of thing. Um, and then she's going to be in the upcoming She-Hulk TV series on Disney+. Plus. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that because... Well, first off, I like her in this movie, mm-hmm. and I'm a big Marvel guy, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking. I don't know who she's playing. I have an idea based on the name. I won't say anything further. Spoilers. But other than that, I'm not too familiar with her. I, she's been in. Uh, she's been on like One Life to Live for a while, and that's like a long-running soap opera. And she was in one of the Star Trek, a uh, couple of Star Trek series actually. Um. But other than that, yeah, she's she's kind of new to me. But but the other person we didn't mention is Eliza. Mm-hmm. She's a big part of this uh, movie. Yeah, I mean, she's she's just kind of there right now as well. I mean, she's kind of with Angel- Angelica. is basically the ringleader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I because th- she's like the older sister. Mm-hmm. Um, but Eliza is uh, with uh, how would you say her name? It's Philippia Philip. I, 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 I have no idea how to. <laughs> I'm the worst with names. Philippia, Sue. Um, she, I, I'll say that all three of these women have excellent voices. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Eliza is my favorite as far as yeah, me too. voices. Yeah, like her. But I'm impressed with Angelica's... Um, rapping skills. Well, yeah, not just her rap. Yeah, yeah. And, and just how, like, how high and fast and deep she can get her voice for how long like she does she these this song doesn't really um highlight that there's other songs later but mm-hmm. eliza to me is uh i just like her voice the the best out of all three of these women but they're all yeah. excellent mm-hmm. 
agree. But I don't. I don't really know. Um, I don't know uh, her from much either. I do see that she was on a show called The Code, which I think was like a, she was like a Lieutenant Harper. I have no idea. What yeah, that I think it's. Um, yeah, you know what? I knew that looked familiar, so I had to click on it when mm-hmm. we we're the code. It was like a short-lived uh, Marine. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was. Um, yeah, obviously the Marines being a little close to my heart. Uh, mm-hmm. It's. I think it was one of those like courtroom drama, but it has to do with the Marine Corps. So oh. I've never seen it, but now I'm enticed to because not only does it have to do with the Marine Corps, but it's also. Um, somebody in it that I like. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we'll talk about her more later. I'm sure because, you know, she's featured more in other episodes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, before we get to your fun facts, Rose, mm-hmm. okay, are there any, are there any other uh, things in particular about this, uh, song or, um, the actual, the actual way they, uh, the actual yeah, thing you're like, seeing on the screen. Yes. Thank you. Uh. Um, well, I have something, a uh, fact, not the fun fact at the end, but I have a fact. So at the end, I, I don't want to sing it because copyright, but, um, they're like in the greatest city in the world. Actually, I don't think they were supposed to do that extra part when they say world. Um, they were just doing that for fun, the actresses. And, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda heard that and he thought it was a good idea. According to Google. Oh, that's excellent. I did not know that. That's cool. But it's fun fun how like songs can take a life of their own like that. Mm-hmm. Like he wrote it and probably had a certain vision in mind and then they were just messing around and it yeah. was like kind of cool and it's like, hey, that, yeah. that, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> there's two songs. I actually, I think it's the same song. So I know thanks to... Um, Cobra Kai, you're familiar with Guns N' Roses, right? Mm-hmm, yes. Because <laughs> if you said no, I was going to say, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Only certain people will get that joke. Right, right. Uh, there is a uh, a moment in uh, sweet, the song Sweet Child of Mine. So when it, the song starts off, it's just the guitar playing. It's very basic chords. So it's my understanding that... Um, Slash the guitar player mm-hmm. was just practicing like a warm up skill or something one day, oh. and Axl Rose, the lead singer, was like, "Hey, what are you doing there? That's the way we're gonna. That's we're doing the song that way." And he was like, "Well, no, I'm just practicing." He goes, "No, no, we're doing this." <laughs> so that's how the song started. Was this basic, you know, practice warm up thing? And then as the song was wrapping up, they didn't really have an ending to it, so the producer kept yelling. Where do we go? Like, 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 where is the song going from here? Like, how are we going to end it? Oh. So Axl Rose, being kind of a jerk, just kept yelling, not kept singing, where do we go? Where do we go now? Oh. <laughs> and then he said, they say, sweet child of mine. And he goes, where do we go? <laughs> you know? And then it ends with, where do we go now? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of making fun of the producer. But honestly, when you hear the song, it never, to me, it never sounds that weird because it's such a good song, you know? Yeah. All right, so what is your so that's a, that was a very interesting fact. So what uh, what other rose? What is your actual roses fun fact? Let's go to our segment okay. roses fun facts. Okay, uh, last week or not last week, last episode, I had a sad fact, but today I just have a normal fact. So in the beginning of the song, Burr says Peggy, Angelica, Eliza. That's the order they die. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, that makes sense actually. Because as we learned, Peggy doesn't live too old. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and we know Eliza does live a long time. She lives to like 97 or something. Yes, that's crazy. Now, I don't know. Did you and I talk about that already? We probably have. Or haven't we? I don't think so. No, I don't know. Well, either way, that's fine. Um, that's, talk about it now. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, that, as Rose stated, that's an interesting little tidbit that, you know, if you don't know, you don't know, but now you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we uh, wrap it up? Nope. What about you? No, I think we covered it. I think we got this song in the bag. Yeah. And um, do you know which song is coming up next? Farmer Refuted. I have it written. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, I know which one you're talking about. That's a fun one. You always one. forget about that I one. I always forget about that one. I, if, if I were to list every song and... You know, I would win a million dollars. I would always forget that one and never win a million dollars. I probably wouldn't win a million dollars, too. <laughs> well, I could probably if I really thought about it. It's not one you're probably going to sing, but it actually is pretty fun when you're watching the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, so um, I'm going to ask everybody to come back next time mm-hmm. um, for uh, Farmer Refuted. Mm-hmm. And I still haven't set up any social media, so just just Google Hamilton Shot well, by Shot Podcast. Actually... You would have social media by the time this comes out. Well, some social media. True. I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're recording before we have any episodes. Right. Uh, okay. Uploaded or whatever. Thank you for listening to Hamilton, shot by shot. And, of course, you can find us at wherever I decide to put the social media, which will be in our show notes. So just check the show notes. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Not my, not my shot. Boom. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs>